When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sports book, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOFD, you'll be all set when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams in all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOFD. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 or older and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio. one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Winning comes in all shapes and sizes. Every day there's an opportunity for a win, just like scratchers from the Virginia Lottery. Every day grab-and-go. Every day giftable. Every day fun. It's where anticipation meets instant gratification. And they're satisfying to scratch, no matter the outcome. Like the new Virginia Lottery Scratcher Colossal Cash. It's loaded with $100 to $500 prizes. Now, that's an everyday win. Drive to the nearest Virginia Lottery retail location and pick up a scratcher today. Odds of winning any prize, 1 in 3.21. Some cars are comfy on the inside, but don't have power on the outside. And some cars have the horsepower, but none of the comfort. I used to think there weren't any cars that were the total package. But that all changed when I got my Honda SUV. It's rugged and sophisticated. And right now, Honda has deals on the entire Honda SUV lineup. CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, you name it. So if you're looking for a car that's the total package, the only place you'll find it is at your local Honda dealer. Hurry before they're all gone. Hi, folks. Welcome to another episode of Film Study. This is Ken McCusick. Today, another interesting show. I, I really like this one. Cody McGowan joining us again to talk about Eric DaCosta's best in-season moves this time. Now, last time we talked about his best moves overall, which included some off-season moves that have been terrific. But we're just talking about what a general manager can do now to fix your team in-season. Eric DaCosta's only had two seasons. And already a pretty firm list of five moves we think have done a significant significant impact on the 19 and 20 Ravens. Cody, how you doing today, buddy? How you doing? Well, thanks, Ken. Good to be back. 
Cody, I know I have run into you on Twitter a fair amount. Tell people where they can find your work or find your musings. Um, yeah, no work, really. Just tweeting a bunch about the Ravens at Cody McGowan, C-O-D-E-Y-M-C-G-O-W-A-N. Um, yeah, love to chat Ravens. So if anyone wants to come on and have, have a chat, follow me there. It's funny. Americans can recognize a non-American accent. Where are you from originally? Uh, so originally from Australia, but actually living down in Texas now. I've been in Texas for just about five years. All right. Very good. So we, a, a lot of UK fans, obviously. It's amazing, I, I imagine, to you, how many people cannot tell the difference between an Australian and a UK accent. Yeah. Even my, my fiance still has trouble at times. So can't blame like you. Yeah. How about Australia versus New Zealand? Because you really have to get to the number six to get. <laughs> you do. Yeah. Six or fish and chips. Six or fish and chips. So seeks or fish and chips. All right. <laughs> You're uh, that. <laughs> yeah, I'm not good at it. All right. Let's, let's stop with this mildly racist stuff and really get on to the, to, to the meat and potatoes of this. So Eric DaCosta's five best in, uh, in-season moves. Well, let's re- roll them down five to one from your perspective. So number five, uh, we actually discussed it before the show. We had the um, Paco and Justin Ellis signings in the 2019 season. Eric actually did a lot of good work in that season. So you'll probably find a lot of my moves actually uh, mirror that. Um, but yeah, signing Paco and Ellis, uh, Justin Ellis still with the team, obviously. So there's been some value in that. Um, I believe Paco was off the street and Ellis might have been playing for the Raiders before that. Um, so yeah, two solid signings uh, really helped show up the run defense, which was pretty leaky there at the start of the 2019 season. Yeah, they had a lot, lot of problems, obviously, a lot of injuries on the defensive line that year, and uh, getting Pecco and Ellis helped a lot. Pecco played a lot of snaps. The Ravens at one point had four nose tackles, and that was just part of a large defensive remolding during the season in DaCosta's first year. The offense, everything was working. 2019, they were on the field forever. But that defense, boy, they had a wide variety of problems, and we're going to get to, I think, more problems to deal with that later. Yeah, 100%. Eric really did some nice work patching up that defense midseason. It hadn't really been seen before by the Ravens anyway, so... All right, let's, let's jump to number four on your list. Uh, number four, I actually had the Ngakwe trade. So it was a good trade in my opinion, um, giving up the third round pick, which ended up being the number 90 and a 2022 conditional fifth. Uh, Ngakwe didn't quite really fit with the team, but it was still a good shot to take. And then also getting back the comp pick, uh, well, we should get a, get back a comp pick for him, should be in the fourth round within the range of 138 to 144. I think that was still good value to kind of test that out and try and get some more rush at the quarterback. Yeah, significant give up. And and I think one of the things that's interesting about that move is that people assumed immediately that the Ravens would get a third round comp pick back for Ngakwe. I mean, he was thought to be one of the premier pass rushers in the group. And it, it just this year, comp picks are harder to come by for starters. I'm not sure how they interact, but it may be that the coaching comp picks take priority over the player comp picks. And so there are fewer available due to contractual. I think it's the other way around. I think that the coaching ones fall to the back of the third round. Um, and they actually added a couple more, I believe. I'd have to look into that, oh. though. Okay, I could. I think it was the most. Corrected on that. The, I think the past draft, it was the most picks that we've ever seen in a, 
in a seven round draft. Okay. All right, very good. So I, I, I would agree, though, with you that Ngakwe was a good shot in terms of what the Ravens needed. It, I thought he got decent pressure on the quarterback. I don't think he really ended up being worth the draft capital they gave up. But, you know, you, 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 you make a move, and sometimes it works out and sometimes it doesn't. And I'm, I, would, I would agree that it was a good shot, and I think maybe it belongs here in terms of the list because of the way it worked out. Yeah, agreed. I just like the aggressiveness from Eric, really. Um, he's shown time and time again that he's willing to spend some draft capital, not too much, but if he wants to improve the team mid-season, he's going to take a crack. So I really like the aggressiveness overall. All right, let's move on to number three here. Uh, number three, it's going to be a bit of a niche one. I really like the move for him to cut Justin Bethel in 2019, um, mainly to preserve uh, another compensatory pick. I think it was the fourth round pick they were going to get for the Bills signing John Brown, which ended up being number 143 in the 2020 draft. I mean, that's a no-brainer, frankly, in my mind, whether it's a four or a five and you're cutting Justin Bethel, you have to do that. And I think there was wide speculation that the Ravens, quote unquote, might do it. And then a whole a bunch of media types jump in with, but the Ravens really love special teams, so they might not do it. Well, that was ridiculous. The plan, obviously, was they were going to cut him after a certain number of weeks and, and they were going to get value out of him for that period. And, and they knew. And, and, you know, I think this is a, a little bit akin to a couple of people who are on the books right now with guaranteed money in Levine and Richards. Right now, both those guys are on the books of guaranteed money. Now, admittedly, neither of them has a comp pick on the other side. But the Ravens signed both of them before the draft with the understanding that either of them could be cut to make room for a draft pick. And they now got a couple other guys who can play safety. One was Geno Stone they picked up before the draft, and the other was, of course, Brandon Stevens in the draft. Yeah, I heard you speaking with the um, gentleman from Brazil on the the breakdown after the draft, and you guys kind of touched on that. I totally agree. I think I'd like to see them go younger in that direction. Levine's been great for the team, but um, his time might have come as a Raven, which is sad, but also, I mean, it's a business at the end of the day. So if they move on, I mean, yeah, not going to be too worried about it. It, it is sad, and, and maybe maybe Levine has another stop to make in the NFL, or maybe it's time for him to become a coach because I think he'd be a good one. Uh, you know, just seeing him talk to other players on the sidelines, it seems like he'd be a natural. Agreed. There was that uh, wide episode where he had Geno Stone on the yeah. sideline. He was really kind of coaching him up. It was that was cool to see. So, yeah, if if I could get him back in the fold of the coach, I'd be a hundred percent for that. Before, before we move on, I, I, there's one more move that this is very similar to. And this is not an in-season move. This is an out-of-season move. There was a lot of pressure from Twitter. So not a lot of pressure on the Ravens, but a lot of you know, pressure on the analyst community to react to this, that uh, the Ravens should have been willing to sign either Justin Houston or Alejandro Villanueva before the draft because, oh my God, we've got a limited window. And if we don't take it right now, it's going to go away. And the Ravens, of course, played it cool. Both of those guys still available after draft. They didn't give up a fourth round draft pick for either of them in terms of signing, which frankly would have been a ridiculous additional amount to give up while it's an out-of-season move it's the nobody builds 5g like verizon builds 5g because we're the engineers who built the most reliable network in america and the more you do with 5g the more building it right matters the more your network matters the more verizon engineers going the extra mile matters it's us pushing us it's verizon 
versus Verizon. 5G built right from America's most reliable network. Most reliable based on rankings from Rootmetrics second half 2020 U.S. report of three mobile networks. Results may vary. Award is not an endorsement. Winning comes in all shapes and sizes. Every day there's an opportunity for a win, just like scratchers from the Virginia Lottery. Every day grab-and-go, every day giftable, every day fun. It's where anticipation meets instant gratification, and they're satisfying to scratch no matter the outcome. Like the new Virginia Lottery Scratcher Colossal Cash. It's loaded with $100 to $500 prizes. Now, that's an everyday win. Drive to the nearest Virginia Lottery retail location and pick up a scratcher today. Odds of winning any prize, 1 in 3.21. Same sort of move as the Bethel cut was in terms of preserving draft capital. Yeah, I totally agree. And like I said before, I I like Eric's uh, aggressiveness, but also at the same time, they know when to be patient. And I mean, all Ravens fans know at this point that they really value those comp picks. And I mean, us as a fan base, we've kind of taken on that kind of personality as well. I feel a lot of the people that I talk with on Twitter um, kind of go down that path. But um, another quick point on the Bethel cut, that pick actually... It was the 143 in the 2020 draft, which turned into Ben Bredesen. So Bredesen hasn't really shown too much so far, but I mean, as you said before, uh, a veteran special teams player turning into a rookie on a four cheap, a four year cheap contract, it, it's kind of a no brainer in my eyes. Right, that that's the way you look at it. And, and the Bredesen pick didn't work out. Uh, they could have had his line mate Michael Oweno. Why do I always have to bring that up? <laughs> I've got it in my notes. <laughs> yeah, that I might bring it up. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> but uh, uh, anyway. Um, it, it was what it was. It was a fourth-round pick. It, it, it may or may not still work out with Bredesen. Obviously, he doesn't seem to have a starting role at this point, but you never know with injury that opportunity may come, and, and he may make the most of it. Yeah, 100%. All right, number two. Uh, number two is going to be another combination of street free agents. It was LJ Fort and Josh Bynes. Again, 2019 season, and again, shoring up the middle of that defense. Um Patrick Alonso didn't really live up to the billing, uh, replacing CJ Mosley, and the Ravens were kind of desperate for some help in the middle there, and signing these two guys was a really nice move player. Yeah, outrageously good move. Four weeks into the season, after that Cleveland game, the Ravens were 2-2, two and two, and they really their big problem was at inside linebacker. Owasa was given the green dot to start the year, lost that prior to week four when Jefferson took it against, in the Cleveland game. Um, Tony Jefferson then got hurt, and Chuck Clark took it over, and that's when the Ravens' defense really gelled, uh, beginning at that point. Uh, the Ravens got by in week five versus Pittsburgh, and then the rest of the way, of course, they didn't lose until the, until the playoffs. Uh, great double signing immediately gave the Ravens exactly what they needed inside linebacker in terms of guys who understood what's going on behind them in the passing game and you really see the difference between uh, you know what a rookie's understanding was they had Kenny Young who was a second year player of course and got traded a little bit later and they had um, uh, Owasu who was a fourth year player at the time uh, who still really hadn't mastered route combinations behind him at that point neither of them had an idea but both Fort and Bynes were making plays immediately and in fact they extended for it before the season was over 
Yeah, exactly. I think Bynes kind of saw the majority of snaps between the two on defense. Ford played a lot more special teams that year. But yeah, like you said, he's still with the team. Um, one negative I did have on Bynes wasn't really a negative, but as we talked about the comp picks earlier, he did get signed by the Bengals the next year to bring that move totally full circle. If he had a generated a pick for the Ravens, that would have been really nice. But unfortunately, his deal was a little small. Um, but yeah, and then Fort still on the team, um, played a pretty big role for them last year. He was probably their best middle linebacker in run defense uh, with a pretty young room. So uh, the extension worked out well in, in that one as well. Yeah, he, he definitely, when he was on the field at weak side linebacker, a lot of what Queen was doing at the mic was improved. There's a lot of positioning. Fort also has a very good in on-field demeanor with Queen. Um, uh, there are other players who got really upset with him in terms of some of the coverage blunders he had, and they were, they were substantial. Fort, it's always a low five. It's always like, got to be here, man. Low five. You know, not it's, it's not a head shake, cock your head to one side, as we saw, for instance, from Marlon Humphrey talking about where Queen was. Humphrey gets visibly upset on field with some of the other players when they don't, when they don't do their assignment. So, uh, we, you know, we, we saw that, I think, and, and uh, uh, Ford is a good leader. Uh, and if the Ravens are without Levine, I would guess he'd be the captain of special teams. Yeah, for sure. It was good to see him come back because I think they also waived him at some point this offseason to create a yeah. tiny bit more cap room and then brought him back. So good to see him come back on that one. All right, we're to number one. Number one, I think it should be pretty obvious to most Ravens fans out there, would be the Marcus Peters trade. Again, 2019 season, a fifth-round pick, and Kenny Young, who wasn't playing for Marcus Peters, seemed like a steal at the time and probably still is. They re-signed him to an extension as well. I think he picked up all pro honors in that 2019 season also. Um, so... Peters uh, really fits in with the Ravens' culture and the ball-hawking defense. So, um, great move by EDC there. Yeah, it's, it's really one of these things. Peters is a great fit in Baltimore because of the schematic pressure the Ravens put on the opponents. So, because he understands how that pressure is coming, he has a general idea of how quick it will get there when they are when they're come with a six-man blitz or they're doing some complex blitz that's likely to create a quick pressure. He can use that to decide if he wants to gamble or not. And he's very good at that. The, the, the game against Cincinnati where he had the pick six, it was kind of late in the year. Whoever was, it might have been Rich Gannon was doing the game, but it was a quarterback who said, oh, okay, it was an over call or something. It's, gonna, it's an outside throw with a three-step drop. He called it right off the bat. Well, Peters obviously figured that out, too. <laughs> he, he jumped the route immediately and, and, and was gone. And, and he knew he could gamble because it, it, the pressure was going to get there before it had a chance to be a mistake on a, you know, a, a stop-and-go kind of route. Yeah, certainly. I, I just love watching Peters play. I mean, even when he was coming out in the draft in 2015, I really wanted the Ravens to take him at that point. I think that was the year we picked Perryman at 26, and Peters went well before then. So good to have him on the team and great trade by Eric. Yeah, I hope Peters can stick around in Baltimore. There's going to be a lot of pressure to cut him next year. Because uh, he's got a big salary and he's in the last year of his deal, not a lot of dead money. Uh, but if they if they can find a way to extend him, I'd kind of like to see that too. The Ravens have a lot of cornerbacks who appear to be on the way out right now. So Jimmy Smith 
in what is his annual last year with the Ravens. <laughs> it's always his last year. Um, Anthony Averett, of course, in his fourth year, probably will end up testing free agency. They might be able to re-sign him. Uh, they got a couple of young cornerbacks. You know, Brandon Stevens, a corner safety. Uh, so they got some youth in the draft to address it, but, but they're going to need to figure out exactly how in 2022 they build that cornerback room again. Yeah, agreed. Unless Averett can come at like a bargain basement deal, I think this will probably be his last season. They'll try and recoup the comp pick and start that whole cycle again. I'd love to see Peters back as well. He just like, he has that dog. He fits as a Raven. Um, really big fan of watching him play. Dancing on the Titans logo really sealed it for me in, in the playoff game this year. So. <laughs> you know, for whatever reason, we were at that game and I did not get it right away what was going on. And then I said, oh, I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> And you watched the rush through the defense come out after him. Yeah. It, was, it was pretty fun to see. <laughs> All right, Cody, always a pleasure to talk football with you, buddy. Uh, and this is a good topic. This is exactly the kind of topic we want for Film Study Shorts. Please, if you have an idea like this, just send me three bullets on, on Twitter or just an idea in a sentence or two. This is exactly the kind of show we love doing and, and talking to really passionate fans about, uh, about what they love. Great list, Cody. Appreciate you sharing it with us. Uh, one more time for your Twitter handle. Uh, Cody McGowan, C-O-D-E-Y-M-C-G-O-W-A-N. All right. Thanks a lot, Cody. Uh, and we'll talk to you next time. On Thanks for having me, Ken. Have a good one. Winning comes in all shapes and sizes. Every day there's an opportunity for a win, just like scratchers from the Virginia Lottery. Everyday grab-and-go, everyday giftable, everyday fun. It's where anticipation meets instant gratification. And they're satisfying to scratch, no matter the outcome. Like the new Virginia Lottery Scratcher Colossal Cash. It's loaded with $100 to $500 prizes. Now, that's an everyday win. Drive to the nearest Virginia Lottery retail location and pick up a Scratcher today. Odds of winning any prize, 1 in 3.21. At Lowe's, we're your go-to for great gardening values every day. That's why we've lowered our price on select bagged mulch. Now starting at just $2.88 a bag. Mulch helps prevent weeds and retains moisture. And when you put it down around trees, shrubs, and flower beds, you'll see how beautiful it makes your outdoor space. Just in time to welcome back family and friends. Shop online and pick up in store. Lowe's, home to the best part of summer. Selection and product availability vary by location. While supplies last, U.S. only. Excludes Alaska and Hawaii. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.